You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. First of all, fans are expecting a bounce-back season after a little bit of a disappointing season last year. How much did injuries play a part in what transpired in 2016? I think it had a lot to do with it. I think there was just some general overall fatigue, too. Uh, the team had made two straight trips to the World Series, and they just got uh, fatigued. We saw that early in spring training last year, and I think some of that fatigue came through during the regular seasons, too. Some of the injuries, uh, they just got bogged down, and uh, it's just hard to compete when you, you don't have enough bodies out there, and that's kind of what happened to the Royals in 2016. So much of this team's identity in recent years has been based on uh, speed and defense, but they've really got some potential for power this season, especially with the, the new additions they have in Soler and Moss. Talk about the power potential they have, several guys potentially hitting over 20 home runs this year. That's probably something we haven't seen the Royals have in a long time, uh, probably since the late 90s, early 2000s. They've probably got six or seven guys that can get 20 home runs this year. You know, you're going to get a bounce back year from Alex Gordon. Mike Moustakas is healthy. They added Soler. You got Brandon Moss, Lorenzo Cain, uh, Eric Hosmer. You just go down the list. Uh, this is probably the deepest power lineup they've had uh, in at least 15 to 20 years. So I, I think you're going to see a different type of Royals offense this year. You're going to see more runs scored. You may see more runs given up, too. Uh, but it's just instead of the three to two, two to one nail biters, you might have some, you know, six to four games. And I think that's what management's hoping for. Let's talk specifically about two of those new additions in Solaire and Moss. Where do you see them fitting in on the team? I know Moss is probably a little more comfortable in right field. And, and I know Solaire's been working with the coaching staff uh, as far as. Uh, upping his defensive right. game. Where do you think they fit in? I, I think it's going to be Solaire's job to start out with, and they'll just see how what his defense is going to be like. You know, they've talked a lot about this floating DH, and you know, Moss when he was signed uh, <clears throat> was not signed to be primarily DH. So we're going to see him mixed in in the outfield. Um, now he's not a he's probably an average defensive fielder too. So we just talked about that with Ned today. You're probably going to see you know a lot of Paulo Orlando late in games and, and to help the defense. You know, get get the offense early, get the defense late. Um, uh, Rusty Coons, their outfield coach, is working a lot with, with Soler right now, uh, working with Brandon Moss, too. So uh, that's what the next six weeks are for. We're going to kind of figure out what alignment they're going to have. Speaking of alignment, we might see Alex Gordon, at least in the spring, play all three outfield positions. Uh, how is he viewing that and that challenge, and, and what are your expectations from him? I think he's excited. I think this is like fantasy camp for him. He's always wanted to play some center field and some right field, and uh, that's part of what this six weeks is going to be about, too. Ned wants to see different combinations because you never know what you're going to need during the regular season. So Alex is a gold glove left fielder. We know that, but he could also be a gold glove right fielder, Ned believes. And, um, we're going to see him a bit in center field. We're going to see Moss in left field. We're going to see guys everywhere uh, just trying to get the right combination. And then during the regular season, I think you'll see, like I mentioned, you're going to see their best defensive outfielder late in games. That's going to be Gordon Kane and probably Paulo Orlando. Not that many position battles uh, are to be won over in the spring uh, for Kansas City, but one of them is, is probably the sole one is second base. Talk a little bit about the candidates at second base and, and who you feel uh, is that lead horse in the race. I don't know if there's a lead horse right now, but I, it's really going to come down to Whit Merrifield and Christian Colon. I think Raul Mondesi will start out in camp in that mix, but after the way he struggled last year offensively, maybe another year of seasoning at AAA is probably best for him right now. 
Uh, then again, he could wow us in spring training. We just don't know yet. We haven't even played a game yet. But uh, it's really going to come down, I think, to Merrifield versus Cologne. And it's going to be a good battle because Christian Cologne really took this offseason seriously, lost about 8 to 10 pounds in conditioning. He looks great out there. We'll see how that transitions to the field. But and I, you know what Merrifield's going to want to be that starting guy at second base, too. So uh, of the camp battles, I think that's the, the most interesting uh, position one by far. Speaking of the rotation, uh, Ned has said, uh, despite the loss that they suffer, this might be the deepest rotation that he's had since he's been here. Uh, what are your expectations from these guys? Yeah, and that just suddenly changed in the last two weeks. You know, with the unfortunate passing of Giordano Ventura, you know, at one point we were looking at the we had three guys in the rotation, and after that it was kind of well, Nathan Carnes could be the fourth guy, Chris Young could be. The, well, now you're going to have competition with Carnes. Travis Wood and, and, and Chris Young just for the fifth spot. So it's going to be a, a, a pretty deep rotation. It might be the deepest that Ned certainly had since maybe at least 2014. You don't know how this thing will respond because Jason Vargas pitched 15 innings last year and he's coming off you know, his TJ surgery of the year before. You know, Danny Duffy had his breakthrough year last year. You, you know pretty much what you're going to get from Ian Kennedy. He was very solid last year, almost got to 200 innings. Um, but then, you know, you get your fourth and fifth spot, Jason Hamill. It's a guy who can give you probably 170, 175 innings. They're going to give Travis Wood a chance to start, like I mentioned. Um, it should be a pretty deep uh, rotation, you know, and I, th I think the Ned and the coaching staff are pretty excited about that. Let's talk about the bullpen. It's been a, a strength of this club for the last couple of years, but gone are some of the familiar faces, and we have a lot of people in camp competing for very few spots. So how do you see this bullpen shaking out? Well, you're going you're gonna to have to get a roster right off the bat and get, you know, just to figure out who all these guys are because there's a lot of names from our past. You know, Jonathan Sanchez, who hasn't pitched in the big leagues since 2013. You got Al Al Albuquerque, Brandon League. Uh, Chris Withrow, you just go down the list. They just cited Peter Moylan, Peter Moylan back uh, two days ago. So uh, a lot of bodies in camp. Uh, they probably only have one or two open spots in the bullpen. So I would say estimate at least 10 guys competing for that, including some young guys. Josh Demont uh, is a young kid who can throw 100 miles an hour. He's still in the mix. He's not on the 40-man roster yet, but um, he's certainly going to get a long look this spring too. Finally, uh, give us the names of some of the uh, the prospects that you're looking out for or excited to see here in spring training that, that might not necessarily break camp with the team, but we might see during somewhere uh, down the line in the year. I'd, I'd be surprised if you don't see Stamont somewhere down the line, just with the power right arm he's got and the way the Royals value their bullpen and loving to have you know power arms in that bullpen. Uh, if he doesn't break camp with the team, I, I do think we're going to see him you know, definitely part of the mix in the bullpen once the season begins. You know, we've, we saw a lot of Matt Strom last year, so I don't know if he qualifies as a prospect anymore. He's he's basically got the team made. He'd have to really have a bad spring. Uh, had terrific August and September last year. I think at a 1.23 ERA, throws hard, uh, has great command. Um, so those two guys definitely. Uh, you, you know, you, Hunter Dozier got a cup of coffee in September last year, you know, former number one pick first round pick I mean and, and you're gonna he's gonna get an opportunity to you know get some ABs here in spring so those are the primary guys MLB.tv premium the number one live streaming sports service is celebrating 13 years watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD real-time highlights live look-ins pitch tracking widget and more MLB.tv premium includes a free at bat 15 subscription watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices watch at home in the office or on the go every night on every device blackout and other restrictions apply visit MLB.tv for details